New Project, Learning My Wife's Native Language, written by Scott Young, April 2020. Recently, I spoke about why now was the time to take on an ultra-learning project, and I figured I should probably follow my own advice. So my new project is to learn Macedonian, employing a modified version of the No English rule that Vat and I used several years ago during our No English language learning trip. So why learn Macedonian? Well, my wife, Zuritsa, was born in what is now North Macedonia, formerly the former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, and even more formerly Yugoslavia, and she moved to Canada when she was 14. Although we met in our freshman year of college, we didn't start dating until after having known each other for over eight years. And when we did start dating, I had just finished a year of learning languages, so I was interested in learning Macedonian too. However, my wife is perfectly bilingual and we already had nearly a decade of speaking to each other in English. So while I learned a bit here and there over the last few years, I never really got to the stage where having a conversation was possible. Just random phrases. Like most couples, we continue to talk in the language we're most familiar, in our case, English. So why learn Macedonian now? Well, I have two motivations that make this project particularly timely. The first is that my son is now nearly three months old. Raising bilingual children is difficult. Even families with two native speakers often have children who aren't in fluent command of the language. But if there's any chance for our son to partake in his linguistic heritage, I'll need to be able to speak Macedonian too. The second reason is that the current worldwide state of self-isolation offers a unique opportunity for immersion at home. Normally, a major problem of doing partial immersion is that if the surrounding environment doesn't speak the language you want to learn, you're constantly pushed out of the language that you want to actually speak. Our friends, for instance, don't speak Macedonian. Therefore, if my wife and I are with anyone other than her family members, the conversation will need to be in English. Now, that's not an insurmountable obstacle, but it does make it harder to approach things the way one would do when traveling to the country that actually speaks the language. Now, however, a lot of these social complexities have been sharply reduced. Maintaining an in-house no English rule will be a lot easier to maintain. So how do I actually plan to learn? Well, Macedonian offers a unique challenge because it's a language without many supporting material. For comparison, Chinese may be hard, but it has so many learner resources you're practically drowning in them. My approach to learning Macedonian, therefore, is relatively simple. First. I'm going to have near daily italki tutoring. So there are a few tutors for Macedonian on that service, and my hope is to have at least an hour per day talking with someone who is dedicated to helping me out. I have a textbook uh, I managed to get a couple years ago in my earlier phases of dabbling, and I think about an hour or so per day about this is my goal, but I might scale it back for more tutoring if I don't find it helps that much. Third, flashcard practice. I plan to use the software Anki to master all the words that come up in my conversations and textbook practice, and this should make the vocabulary acquisition process a bit smoother. And finally, and perhaps most of all, talking with my wife. Of course, the main way that I'm hoping to learn all of this is simply by having the No English Rule at home and getting more comfortable with daily communication. Now, I want to mention, I am going to modify the no English rule from our trip for the interest of my sanity. So rather than the absolute strictest form that Vat and I adhered to for most of our voyage, I want to include a few caveats that should make life easier without jeopardizing the overall aims of the project. So 
First of all, calls outside the house are still okay. Now, while I did maintain calls with my parents in English while I traveled during the year-long project, I heavily curtailed other work-related calls. I won't be doing that here, since doing so would needlessly interfere with my work. The no English policy is really just between Zoritsa and I. It's not something that I'm applying it in blanket form to all of my communication. Finally, an emergency timeout is something that I'm adding. Now, switching to an unfamiliar language can put strains on any relationship, and it certainly did with that and I, and our roommate status was far less intimate than a husband and wife. So while I want to keep the low-stakes conversations within Macedonian, I'm going to be more permissive with emergency timeouts to deal with matters of importance, especially those that have to do with our child. So how far do I hope to get? Well, in general, I prefer to focus on the effort invested rather than reaching a specific outcome. The project's only a month long and my level of immersion is decidedly less than what I had in Spain or China, so realistically I should moderate my expectations. Now that being said, I have learned some Macedonian before during my dabbling in the previous five years. I even spent two weeks in North Macedonia visiting my wife's relatives over a year ago, and the result of that is that although I'm far from conversational, I'm still enough above zero that transitioning to full immersion should hopefully be a tad easier. Now I would be exceedingly happy if I could get through longer conversations without undue hesitation in dictionary use. However, this description still contains a wide range of underlying abilities. So, I'm hoping for being in the lower intermediate range, even if I can't quite get to the level of fluency I had at the end of my time in Spain. Do any couples or roommates want to join us on this? So when I spoke about this with Zoritza, she pointed out how many couples we know where one partner has expressed an interest in learning the language of the other. It's something that looks easy to the outside. You spend so much time together, it must be easy to learn the language, you can hear people say. Yet there's actually often a lot of resistance. If anyone here who's listening to this right now would like to use this opportunity as a push to do a similar project, I'd love to have the company. I'm going to be trying to post weekly updates to the project, so though I'll probably include them as comments to links in the weekly newsletter to avoid disrupting my normal content. If there's a language you've been needing to learn but haven't had the opportunity, let me know. Share your story in the comments for the original post. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott H. Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Overcast, and most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website, scotthyoung.com. Thank you.